Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. <laughs> no, happy Valentine's Day. This is the story. I'm well in the beginning. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the BTS podcast. You are joined by your lovely hosts Beatrice, Tammy and Sharon and welcome back to the BTS podcast and happy second birthday to us. I don't know why people were saying happy birthday, I thought it was happy anniversary. Is it not anniversary? Why is it birthday? Because so, a birthday is an anniversary. Okay, thanks. Oh, God. A birthday is an anniversary. Answer. You're that's one year older. That's no, I know, but it's not. Ha- I don't feel like it's happy ha- birthday. I feel like it's happy anniversary. Anniversary of what? It's like, a, it's like your, it's like the, it's a union. It's like, you know, when you yeah. get married birthdays like a union you know the bts was formed and created actually oh, birth birth oh yeah anyway mm-hmm. y'all 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 just like to do the technicals happy birthday happy anniversary happy valentine's day thank you <laughs> no happy valentine's day i knew that was coming i knew that i knew this girl was gonna add something onto it man god what's damn your it, man. tell me what's your flavor <laughs> Oi, oi, oi. I'm so done. But um, yeah, man, two years. Thank God. Ah, no, no. You know what's so mad? Like, we've actually not had, and I don't know whether people expect it, but like, we've not had like any major arguments. We've not had like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, we've say not- major. Make, when you say major, it makes it sound like we've had an argument. We haven't even had, okay. we haven't even had small. That's what I'm trying to say. We've not had an argument about anything. We haven't even exactly. had a exactly, and everyone always says, you know, when you're doing friends with, when you're doing business, well, business, I don't even call it business. But you know, what I mean, you're doing something non-profit, <laughs> non-profit organization, non-profit organization, <laughs> okay. you're volunteering with your friends. Maybe if money starts rolling in, that's when the ah. problem. Oh, money, more problems. <laughs> more, more problems. It's actually, it's true. actually true. Maybe hmm. that's why we're all still buddy, buddy, laughing, laughing. Yes, yeah, we start splitting the thing 33.333. Oh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> when someone doesn't get that one pound, chai. Hmm. It'll be like I made two snippets, you made one. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me my money, niggas. <laughs> Pay me my money. You coming like P Square breaking up every two minutes. Oh, hey. We'll be back again soon. <laughs> then go, go on tour, reunion tour. Hmm. Oh. But um, yeah, man, thank God, isn't it? It's all good, it's all good. Um, yeah, I can't lie, I forgot it wasn't even until actually when I saw Tammy Creek's voice, I said, ah, okay, yep, that's today. My bad, y'all, my bad. But um, yeah. Everything's all good. How are you guys doing anyway? Not good? Okay, cool. So, on to mm-hmm. song of the week. <laughs> okay. See ya. No, I'm joking. Go on. What's going on? <laughs> the week that I have had at work. Mm. I don't wish it on my worst enemy. I can't. I feel like you've been, you've been violated a little. I'm violated a lot. Mm-hmm. I just think that people like one thing I've come to realize at work here is that one, and I think you know, people be posted about stuff like, oh yeah, you know, people at work don't really care about you, like everybody acts in their own interest. And obviously, like, you know it. But boy, you really be seeing it, especially when it comes to like people who are like maybe like a level above you, just taking the absolute piss and it affecting like basically the like trajectory of your day like when people are disorganized it then looks bad on you because you're like feeding into the inputs you're feeding into the work and people are like oh like you know what's going on but they're not realizing that actually the reason why things are looking higgy haggard is because the right people haven't spent enough time reviewing my stuff and like I had that a lot with my old project like it was just me and a partner so it was a one-man project and obviously he's a partner, so he's completely like doing so many different other things. And then it will be a client meeting or presentation. And then the guy will be like, oh, let me have a look at the link. I've been bearing in mind that the thing has been ready for him to review, like maybe like, at least two days before. He'll send it, he'll ask me for the link the night before and then send me all these changes at 6.30 slash 7.30 a.m. And the meeting is at 9.30 to the client. And he will say, turn it around. No, and you know when you're sitting there absolutely thinking, not. this is great, but I can't lie, I did, I did it because you know when it's like you're presenting? You don't have like, a choice. You have to do it, but I, I, it's yeah, just exactly, like, exactly, you definitely I have to it. raise that. Like, what Sorry. the heck? Yeah. send something. When they send this off in at six thirty, sorry, who's awake? Because no, but that's, that's the he thing. He knows you're not awake. About work, this is the thing about work from home, yeah. And I get it. Like they encourage you to basically, and you know, a lot of workplaces are doing this about flexible hours. And he has it in his email, and he puts a disclaimer, and they always encourage it. You know, some people with the way their children set up is, they tend to, you know, answer emails very early, and they always say, please this is just my working out, like, this is just a time that I work, don't feel obliged to respond back to me at this time, respond back later on during the day, which is fine, people work differently, for example, with me, I work quite late sometimes, and I sometimes just send out emails because I want it to be the first thing that people see when they wake up in the morning, but I always put a disclaimer to say, I'm not expecting a response now, like, please respond to this or attend to this tomorrow morning, or whatever it is, I get it, but I guess when it's like, 
a, a something to do with a presentation where I'm actually pre I am presenting it as my own piece of work and I needed him to kind of have the final review I had to do it um but yeah I can definitely imagine Shan what you've been through this week I just think Sorry, yeah, people that doesn't answer that doesn't answer the who's that awake doesn't who answer awake? My question I said who exactly is awake answering no. you know at 6 30 when the person said that um if it's my hours don't be obliged to um i know but he to, know you know me i had no choice and how do you know that the email came in at 6 30 because you yourself why are you awake at that time anyway i know i know you've been the corporate corporate Continue. Wait, no but honestly that was just a one-off situation i wouldn't be if that was a continuous thing for so long i would not be like standing for it at all um but yeah, man, it is well. Apart from that, Sharon, is that is that all we have to that say? That has been my entire week. I'm so sorry. I don't have anything. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Tell a lie. Um, obviously, Friday went out. Jesus, shit, party, party, party. It was actually really fun. Um, BTS on tour and that. Hella fans just popping up. Oh, we love you. We love you. Get doing. out of here, man. One I'm joking. Nobody recognized. Oh, what? Who? Next question. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Who recognized us? Oh, I hope you're not going to say Ibrahim. <laughs> uh, anyway, went out with our friends. Some of our friends are in the UK from Nigeria. I think, I think Tammy said last week. But anyway, um, yeah, they're in the UK. From, uh, they came from Nigeria, so we went to a party on Friday. Everyone was there. It was really fun. Obviously, BTS on tour, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually had a really wholesome weekend. Like, it was actually really, really nice. Um, Beatrice stayed over. I went for brunch in Essex. Sometimes it was only a 15-minute drive. It was 12 minutes, Jerry. Um, it, was tw <laughs> it was a 12-minute drive. It's not every day flipping A13, A127. Oi. Like, it's Oi. okay. Sometimes... Sometimes just look this street and that street. Do you know what I mean? Just look in your neighborhood. There is drink. There is egg. There is everything <laughs> that you're eating in London in your neighborhood. Honestly. God, and it's yeah. cheaper. Honestly. Anyway. Yeah. So we went to this brunch place that I've been to before. Um, and it was really nice. Um, it weather was, so was good. Hot. It was Sorry, so Sorry, it good. was so hot outside. Yeah. yeah, it was hot. I got time. <laughs> um yeah no it was hot it was hot it was really nice though um like just the day uh so yeah Beatrice stayed over on from Friday to Saturday and then we came back after brunch had a nap and then we started getting ready for Fadji part two went to um so the girl who did my makeup it was her birthday and she invited me to her 26th um yeah. so I went with Beatrice and yeah that was good DJ was better than anyway sure Mm -hmm. I'm not even stuck yeah. getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. DJ was good, Sha. Um, and then Sunday, uh, I met up with one of my friends in the afternoon, like really briefly, and then I went to work and I worked till 10 p.m. in the office on Sunday. Yeah. Was peak. What about you, Tammy? How are you? Um, good. I was ill, kind of like towards the first half of the week, but then really. Yeah, remember I said I was feeling yeah. ill. Yeah, what week. happened? I don't know. I thought I was getting better, but I wasn't. I was getting worse. And then my auntie sent me some, some medicine. So, but I've seen, from yesterday to today, it's been a big improvement. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm. But 
thank god um my week my week has been has been hectic as i'm talking i'm still typing god as, as i'm thinking i'm still reading hey <laughs> in mm. fact i don't know this is just uh, oh you're gonna feel relieved tomorrow though when, when you know i'm not feeling relieved tomorrow going until monday isn't it you said monday I will not feel relieved until Tuesday morning. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, the week has just been up and down. A lot of stuff going on. I've been left with a lot of like responsibility and tasks to do because my um, team lead isn't here. Okay. She's on holiday. And how is it that these people always seem to time their holiday? In the time when you need them the most, I swear to God, Honestly, it will be the because clients are asking questions, and I'm just there starring. I am well in the beginning. <laughs> in, in the, the beginning, <laughs> I'm in the beginning. <laughs> then I'm just like, oh, it's even in the, in, the in the beginning. In the beginning. No, in the beginning. <laughs> you know when someone's trying to egg you on your speaker so they're nodding like okay mm, and then you're you yourself you're thinking <laughs> you're nodding you think i know where i'm going i don't know where i'm going no. i don't know where i'm landing with this one honestly oh, everything gosh. is um I'll, I'll update you i'll i'll, I'll get to you because well, but the getting back is uh, the getting back is next week because <laughs> hey in fact but we thank god like um i managed to get quite a lot of stuff done today um half day tomorrow which is good next week my brother is graduating so i've got a cheeky day off nice so we just yeah it's just been a hectic week but um mm. things are looking up i've got a packed weekend mm. um yeah but yeah, looking forward to um, the night that I'm looking forward to. Let's just, let's just move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. About your week. Yeah, man. Um, listen, I've just, I think I've been saying this a lot that like, I'm just like in a lot, in a state of basically like a lot of lows. Like, and it's not even deep, but it's just, I'm in a state of a lot of lows. You know, when it's just like a lot of thinking, a lot of reassessing, you're not really happy. Yeah, I did, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but I'm also like, you know, I know that things will get better because they always do. Um, and I, yeah, I I put something out on my Instagram yesterday, um, with the intent to basically like let people know. Because guys, I don't know if you guys have been in this situation, but this is why I actually did it. Have you guys felt like people always assume that you're okay? One, and then it's like the times where you're not fully okay with yourself people always make comments like oh my god I wish I were you oh my god you're living your best life oh my god you must be enjoying like literally like maybe this lot like this last I don't know month and a bit I just feel like people's comments have been getting a bit too much to me like people oh my god yeah you're absolutely living oh my god can't wait for your next oh my god I'm just like bro like let's all relax like this social media thing I think people we're just taking it a bit too much and genuinely thought that my life is some sort of perfect picture. And I think also like obviously their comments were getting to me. So I just had to say, like, let people know that listen, that my life is not like my life is not really, really, really that great at all, to be fair. 
um, there's a lot of things that I'm not happy about that I want to improve, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I put it out there, but like I was so like um, amazed by like the amount of genuinely, I got a lot, and I know I don't want to make it sound like because if I, I genuinely got a lot of messages back from people being like, this might sound so weird, but you saying, but hearing you say it makes me feel a bit better or hearing you go through this like um oh yeah like I've literally been going through the same thing like it's so crazy how we always think that everyone's going through highs 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 and no one experiences like a down season and stuff um but yeah I just like been having a like conversation with people and obviously other people just there to like show support and encouragement which I really appreciate genuinely um but yeah like I've just I've been saying it and I feel like I'm just going to be as transparent as I can about situations now because I'm just tired of this whole perfect life and like um one of these people I don't want to I don't say I don't want to say her name um but you'll probably get it like you you guys probably know who I'm talking about but she's like a quite like a bait person on Twitter and on Instagram and like she um is in law she's a law she's a lawyer like she has like everyone be saying oh yeah like her life be looking good because she you know can like drives a nice car has nice like things etc but one thing that she always posts about is that like I go through a lot like she really talks about like the lows like the way she's not happy about certain things or like things aren't always like great like you know there's things that she hasn't achieved that she hasn't do you get what I'm trying to say like she she makes it very realistic whereas if you didn't see those tweets you would genuinely just off the basis of her going on holiday this affording this go traveling here turning up on the weekend you just be thinking someone's life is perfect um so I just I was just like no I really rate that and honestly like most of us we always go through this as well so that that was me um especially after this last weekend as well because everyone was like hey I enjoy you know I said ah, just because I'm enjoying doesn't mean I haven't been crying for in the last week or just be careful <laughs> no just be careful just be careful no I can say no I think it's actually I'm crying the week like what's going I'm on I'm crying no it's so true it's actually uh, so true I think it's also really important to to do that because like I proper rate it and I respect it and I feel like it's something that like I I don't know sometimes I feel so exposed like I just do you know what I mean but I think um it's always nice to hear I mean it's kind of like an oxymoron I guess or a contradiction because it's like you don't want to you don't want people to go through that but it's always nice to know that okay I'm not the only one and it's also nice to know as well that like the people that you think like oh like they've got it all together like I wish I could be mm. like them da, 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 that the grass isn't always greener yeah. and it like really allows you time to reflect and be like do you know what just because you know social media might be looking this way mm. doesn't mean that yeah everyone's happy yeah. um yeah and I think I think we know that but I think we forget it sometimes yeah absolutely Um, so now proper a proper rate for doing that stuff yeah man and also like um I don't know if you guys know Koi but like she's um like a presenter um and like she um has been I think she like even hosted a bit in Afro Nation um and like she's been like up and coming and seen anyways um she was on um the um HC pod which is Chucky Online's um podcast and she said this thing and I was literally like oh my god like this is literally also why I've been saying this right she was like I I used to be so like down because I had like a lot of things on my list that I felt like I wasn't achieving like I felt like I basically wasn't happy with where I am and I had a lot of things to sort out about myself 
And she was like, so I was constantly thinking that I need to readjust everything to, to basically get to a place where I achieve those things I've put on my list. But basically she said that like, long story short, you always strive for get strive to get to a place where you think that there's no there's no improvement or you think that you've got everything but it never exists so she always used to look down on being in a position where there are things to improve on but that is something that will constantly be there like you're con no matter where you are in life there's always something that you will find that you're not happy with that you want to improve on that this is something you need to explore so like even if, even though this, now I'm not saying this to discourage you from wanting to improve certain areas of your life, but that idealistic state that you might be chasing for that peace of mind that you've achieved everything, you're not going to really get there. So like you have to re, re like reimagine or like retrain your mind to like the position that essentially like you will feel like you're happy because yeah the idea of being happy and not having anything to improve on or being like I've achieved all of this and I'm just so happy that won't really happen and I was like oh my god that that is actually so true like mate I used to think that that was a thing that I would want to achieve like, I want to get to a point where like yeah everything's just working for me and like you know mm -hmm. I, I know that this is this and this is going the right direction this brother Damn not in this life not in this economy I feel like as well like um you have to like knowing that is one thing but then what are some like actual things that you can practice to make sure that you don't find yourself in this hole 24 7 like obviously we go through seasons but we never want to be in a constant state of like running all the time like just running on the treadmill not getting anywhere and I think being able to actually take time, reflect and be content with where you are now. Like sometimes I think to myself when I'm, when my head goes crazy and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. What is one area of my life that I'm like, this is actually going better than expected or like this is on track or like I was really worried about this before, but thank God, like that's not a concern anymore and be content. And sometimes I think to myself like, okay, the 15 year old me would have been really proud of like, I don't know, like the, the friends I have around me today, like she would actually be really gassed about that or like just things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like practicing contentment, like I think is really, really important because otherwise you just get into this state of like always thinking like, oh, you're underachieving or like there's more you can do. But it's like even the richest person on earth, I'm sure he's probably like, oh, still working. the richest yeah, I mean, person still on earth money. is still working. Family. Why are you why are you striving for a place where you will never have to work when the richest man is still working on his craft? Like, come Damn. on, bro. That is that is facts. But Tammy, you were saying. Yeah, I was even gonna say, like, to your point, like when when let's say in an ideal world, you're at where you want to be. Mm. The same people that will be at where they want to be will now start telling you, I feel stagnant. Mm. I'm not I'm in the same position. And it's just like, but I thought this is what you wanted. Honestly, honestly. And it's, it's this idea of getting to, it, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't exist. Because when you get there, you're like, oh, but I want the other tree. I want the other cherry. I want the other apple. I want the other. Mm. It's just like, mate. <laughs> and, and I think that's just how life is. You're always looking for the next best thing. Yeah. 
And now they was all oh, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Hey, let me go to the pavement. Sorry, what? <laughs> what is this? No, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is yeah. That... Please let us know because we are confused. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to... <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that obviously when people feel stagnant, they're just like, oh, I need to go to another. Like, there's always something like, oh, I need to go mm. to this. I need to try this. But what mm. I'm saying is that when people say, oh, the grass isn't always green on the other side. When I say that, oh, but me, I want to go to a pavement. Mean that there's other things i don't know how to explain it but mm, mm. like, there's other things <laughs> there's a few saying like even though even though the grass might not be greener <laughs> let me go over to this pavement where i'm enjoying it there mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. this is sounding like one of those sermons think yeah. about it where yeah. you're think like about it. what on think about it. is this what, pastor what? talking about <laughs> Never. Uh, um, in honesty i just feel like everybody should just sometimes just take a minute even just thank god that <laughs> where well, i was at least yesterday. you're worrying about these worries you know sometimes i think that to myself Bro. me yeah, my so worries big, yeah so like you'll be thinking are, are like, oh, my head. um oh i was literally having this conversation with my line manager the other day and he was like oh what's, what's your next trips so i was telling him and he was like oh that's gonna be an expensive one i was like yeah oh my gosh i'm actually really worried about like spending money and he was just like oh first world problems and then I was just like hold on yeah it's actually true like imagine I'm worried about the money I'm gonna spend on holiday like huh Mm -hmm. like that doesn't even make sense like at least sometimes I'm even like let's be thanking God for the worries that we're worrying we're not worrying about like oh Lord heal me from this disease that's like you know or like my family is this or like yeah we're worrying about things that like yeah they feel big but and I'm not trying to like undermine anyone's concerns because obviously I have like concerns too about like things that I'm guessing other people would feel are small but at the same time like sometimes I'm like god I really do want this to change but at the same time I'm grateful for like xx and x or Mm. yeah sometimes our worries are privileged Hmm, privileged worries oh more that one I understand the pavement one I'm still lost (laughs) it's okay but sometimes our worries are like because we're privileged to be worried yeah some people are literally worrying where am I going to find my next meal yeah Yeah. am I going to lay my head to rest some people we don't even we we don't even have to think about that we just go downstairs oh mommy what is there oh Mm. I I even need to change my bed sheets Mm. no it's true yeah. it's funny, I was even having this conversation with my dad sorry um, to go on about it but yeah I was having this conversation with my dad and like I was saying to him like oh my god like imagine if like I was basically because I've been I've been I've definitely talked about the fact that like working and all that is definitely an area where like I'm just not I'm not really sure anymore um and I said to him like imagine it gets to the point where I'm just like I just for my own sake I just need to like pack up and go like I just need to pack up and go he's like eh and so I was like what do you mean and so he's like at least you're in a position where you are living in your parents' house. Like, who's gonna come and find? Like, who's gonna come and beat you? Like, you like you will stay at home. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. I'm even privileged to even have fa- like a family that you know I'm able to lean back on and can cushion me during this time. And he's like, this is the time to be cushioned, like to be leaning back on us since we're able to um. be here and be able to provide you with that support. Do you know what I mean? And then boost you back up. Like, 
this is the time. So I don't know why you're you're, you're sitting there, boy. Hey, ho, he, who? Yeah, you might have to, <laughs> but yeah, you may. Yeah, maybe maybe you won't be able to go on your Dubai next year. That's your own. Like, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> this is how your dad speaks as well. I'm crying. But you should you shall have food to eat. You, you have food to eat. Better sleep on water, in, running water. As in the same food you be chopping, you'll chop it. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, no, it's so true. Like, you definitely are right. There's um, there's definitely different levels to worries and you know all of this thing but sorry yeah I just thought you know that's kind of you know where why I shared what I shared on my Instagram um and yeah I was just definitely like enjoying the conversation I was having with people about it so yeah that's basically it but apart from that um yeah uh, like Sharon said we had a good weekend and I think as well like I, I say this all the time not all the time but I try to do it but it's sometimes difficult to like keep my weekends busy but not busy busy to the point that I'm like so exhausted that it ruins my week but like I think having weekends like that especially during summer like where you just try to meet up with people like just create memories it's just good for your for your mental health in my opinion I, I just recommend people to just find at least two weeks two weekends in a month just to dedicate it to spending time Fadgy. even if not even just fudgy but like spending time with your friends don't have to actually go out mm. like, see other people don't just stay at home I had a wholesome week what I honestly like I think as well because I did stuff on Friday I'm gonna see if I can start doing that actually because for me my weekend started at 6 p.m on Friday and like even though I worked on Sunday which was really annoying um I think the fact that I was able to see my friend in the afternoon even though it was only for like a short period of time Mm -hmm. it just made me feel like I had actually done something Every, with every minute of my weekend and also because I went home obviously saw, saw my family and stuff like that like mm. I genuinely was just like it just reminds I, you of why you're living do you get what I'm saying yeah. of why you're living outside of work because sometimes it's so hard to see that and it's very easy to forget yeah 100 percent. which is why now like unless I deem that piece of work important you will not catch me online on a, on a Saturday or Sunday no way mm-hmm. like when I first joined my organization I was working that like, pretty much every weekend now yeah I'm like I've seen that change myself I've seen thank you because I'm so sorry like I'm not I'm not a slave when I signed that contract I wasn't signing my life away respectfully absolutely not absolutely not um but yeah man looking forward to I'm gonna have a busy weekend again another busy weekend again so um yeah we'll see how everything goes but yeah that's basically my week so that's it (laughs) y'all Okay, guys, so it's now time for um, the song of the week. So for those of you who do not know, each week we choose a song to add to our Spotify and Apple Music playlists. Um, And yeah, this time it's my turn. And I don't know if I put this on. I'm just going to say it because I don't know why I wouldn't have. I haven't seen it on the playlist, so I'm not sure if it's one of the ones that Sharon might have skipped. I feel like it might have, but I just love the song anyway. Um, And it's from Birder Boys. recent album um and it's t- um sorry i don't know why i'm starring um but it's a song featuring um oh what's my no featuring popcorn oh, okay um no so we haven't I, had that one yeah I, yeah i don't know if i i don't know if i said it when you weren't here um, oh. yeah. um okay cool so yeah it's burner boy tony and sing that's probably my favorite song on the album um I just really like the song it's kind of my my kind of vibe um and yeah it's a good tune and the baby's fine yeah it's like oh, this Papano singing about his babe that must be nice to have to 
to have that as your as a track, you know what I mean? That Sorry, like, who's the one that is in prison? That what? That's in prison. Oh, Vibes Cartel. That's it. Sorry. I always get them confused. <laughs> I was like, which babe? Oh, good. I was man. like, that guy still has like another Don't 20 let the years. See you now, boy. Don't let anybody hear you. Don't let the beep it out. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hey. done. Um, but anyway, speaking of, because I know every time we do songs, we always end up speaking about music. So I want to come in with my own music facts. So. Ooh. Not a fact, but, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen this about the whole Burner Boy and him having the interview um, where he basically spoke about the, tr- um, you know, Last Last, obviously one of the big, one of the biggest tracks. Um, and he basically said, and I don't know whether you guys believe this, but he basically said that the money that he's made from Last Last that's only been released however many months ago is the most amount of money that he's made from a single song since he started his career, which for me... Wow doesn't it's kind of mad because of me I, I don't really understand that one i can't even I believe that. you believe it yeah the song almost went number one in the uk but hasn't he had any song that's basically gone close no wow if wow. we're talking about like chart topping yeah tracks last last is actually one of his biggest singles wow i know that money on a single but think about how many years bearing in mind that, that he does not have the majority ownership yeah. to that song yeah he only has 40 percent but exactly but also you know when they said about um tony braxton having the 60 whatever it is well even though like it's it's her whole thing that's 60 but in terms of what actually goes to her it's yeah it's less. not there's a lot of people that sit within that so it's not like she's yeah. in loads of money i'm just want to clarify that because at first i thought oh is this babe really collected but i really that obviously includes everybody that's also meant to also yeah. benefit from that song as well um but yeah like i when he said that i was like that is hmm, maybe that. i need to be in the music industry boy you know what actually happens like you know when you said that other people benefit off that 60 percent most of the time yeah a lot of people that are writing on Mm. the song you can just write one line maybe Ah. suggest oh maybe you should say the word and instead of is Mm. you're not a writer as in as in and you will profit off that song okay, but I, don't even, like, I don't feel like writers get paid that much you know no i think they do you get paid you get paid based off of okay because so, obviously you can write a song for someone but in terms of like your percentage of how well that song does i think that's when they get the most paid i think anywho so um notes for us are basically saying that <laughs> for addison for the big track, Addison Lee, you guys know how big that was. Painting R&B. Hey, I tell her, come jump in my Addison Lee. Hmm. While I'm singing said, R&B. He gets, gets out. He said that he only made 50K. Aye. And That's he explained that basically it was at a time that's, of that's more than i thought that he would have made from that no 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 not based on how well the song did but i think in terms is he of, saying from that and he's the only um, person on that song no are you saying that the returns of the song no, as in that's what he sold he sold that that's the, he sold basically uh, yeah that's why you think you think you think when you just go on your spotify oh let me stream the song they ain't getting nothing from that. But do you know what's really interesting? You know, um, what's that Dave featuring Burner Boy song? Um, Location. 
location dave said that he could live off that song forever damn like if he quits music today mm-hmm. he doesn't have to write another bar damn. not another word and he can live off that's, the tune forever that song really big though that song was really really big but what's he what is he make what is the how is he as in he's banked the money or the money is still accumulating the money's still accumulating that's like Mariah Carey and um, All I Want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it goes to one every, it goes to number one every year. And also, yeah, but sorry, still. this is another random fact. Imagine T Pain. Yeah, you know how <laughs> T Pain is like back in the day. Like, what's he gonna do stuff? But it's not. He said that he's made the most amount of money in his whole career in the last three years. What now, he somebody explain that one. And it's all That's to do with no, but it's all to do with streaming. Like I think that maybe this whole like um, you know, during lockdown, right? Where they must like, sorry, yes. I was gonna say like I guess streaming platforms, they must pay people to have their music on their streaming no, platform. Because it's like do. they do, yeah, because it's like, why have you got my track and people are just barely listening to it for free? Like no, you gotta do, pay me it something. Depends on who owns the rights and all that sort of thing, right? But the thing is, um, yeah, with T Pain, I don't know why. For me, I I get it, but obviously, like it's just crazy when you think about how how long his career has been, and he's just saying in the last three years alone. When I don't think this guy has dropped anything that's like substantial in the last three years, so it's obviously all based on historical stuff. And I and I definitely think that maybe I might just be overstating it, but I do feel like this whole versus thing, right? Not just versus, but like. You know the whole lockdown mm. moment where the artists were like doing old school throwbacks here and there. Like it then kind of reignited the whole, oh my God, you just like, you have to go back and stream. And I remember like off the basis of a couple of these verses, like some of the people's songs were like basically like jump up in like, um I don't know what it is, in like the, the they just appear, sudden, appear suddenly in like the charts or, you know, um will suddenly start trending on TikTok or some, something. Yes, TikTok. Yeah, that is such powerful. a big one. Yeah. That's such real. a big one. Because even like um, Love and White Tea, yeah. that song, I think we've discussed it before, but that song came out in, I want to say 2019. 2020. Like, huh? 2020. No, the original came out in 2019. Um, oh, but the remix came out in 2020. Yeah. That guy, did anybody really listen to that song? I think it was just me and Tammy. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it was just me hey. and Tammy. Then one day somebody said they want to use it on there. Then one day somebody said they want to use it on TikTok. Now the guy has over one million listeners every month. Crazy. Bearing in mind, Spotify is not in Nigeria. It is now. Well, it is now. Oh, is it now? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Big up him. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it doesn't surprise me I don't know if any of why you why does it not surprise you about T-Pain Tammy I don't I don't understand I don't, it. Know, I don't know if you guys have watched any like lifetime movies of musicians they weren't making no money have you not no, seen but, I, okay, have you not seen the have you not seen the TLC documentary have you not seen the new edition documentary all of them as they were all signed 
to these record labels they weren't getting any money and yeah. that's a, that is a lot of people's a lot of people's stories that's why so many people are going independent mm. artists make the most amount of money when they're going on tour that is where they make the most money then the, even today even this is day and age they're saying that in terms of produce producing tracks writing that it doesn't make that much money is the touring is the um the collabs with um brands it's all the brand deals brand collaborations going on tour that is where why do you think when people go on tour 50 cities because they need to make their money <laughs> they need to work for that full tour five nights in london 17 nights in brazil (laughs) they need to make their money because honestly streams like even though yeah nowadays a lot of people um a lot of people have spotify apple music streams even burner boys concert that he did at um where did he do it kingston last week two weeks ago yeah people weren't buying tickets they were buying albums that's what it was that the, the ticket that you bought for the show was mm. actually you were buying an album all in contribution to him trying to make number one do you get what i mean so it's mm. like he's rather put that's on a, the, i didn't actually think about that that's smart and that's mm. how a lot of people do you know remember when um i don't know if you guys had apple music a couple of years ago when apple music gave everybody the u2 album oh um, yes the, yes yes ah that thing is still playing all. Hmm. Wait, Apple Music gave everyone who? You know, so like you two, the the band, you two, band, like an indie band, I think. Oh, okay. come on, Sharon, you oh, your phone, yes. like you always see you two, and then yes, you, and I was you like, what's music and like, who put this there, please? <laughs> so it's like, but because of the subscription that you pay for Apple Music, I think they had some sort of collaborate. All to do with trying to get more money because stre- streaming is good, but you literally need so many streams in able to. That's why they they still want people to buy albums. That's why Burner Boy was doing album signings because he knew that if he's there, people will go there and physically buy the album because he's there. And back in the day, a lot of people were tied to these five year con- um, five album contracts. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to shake mm. all of this. Because they're tied to a, a label that is not giving them any money. Do you yeah. know how much money TLC had to buy back the actual letters TLC in order for them to go on tour? One million per letter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're lying. One million per letter. They had to pay Pebbles, their old manager. I don't know. Mm-mm. One million per letter because she owned the name TLC. So that's three million just to get your name back. She said, if you like, you can be T. (laughs) If If you you like, like, you can can be be L. L Or TC. I'll be CT. But if you want to see someone saying that, that's three million. That's like someone saying that we should buy BTS, something that is our name. Because you know, it's Chili Left Eye and uh, Mm. uh, T Boss, Mm. TLC. That's like us. They'll now tell us we should be paying one million. For Beatrice, Tammy, and Sharon, names that our parents gave us at birth. Take it. I'll go by my middle name. I'll go by Yolanda. Thank you. Take it. <laughs> you can be oh, being hey. biased if that's what we want to do. But on so the like, topic of producers, it's just too much. Like there's a lot going on. That's why 
That's why they weren't make, they weren't making no money back yeah, then. Yeah, but it's just mm. so I don't know, for me, it just it was just so crazy. Now you explained it, and I definitely understand like because you're right, it's not even just about the fact that they were just in bad like record labels or whatever, but it's also the contract they were signing actually were like five oh, albums, nice. like a, 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 oh, like a substantial number of albums signed on locked Kendrick, in. Kendrick Lamar just got out of his yeah, it's even true. he had to release five albums before he was released. Yeah, it's true. Five albums. That's a like you would think when you're signing, oh, five albums. That's nothing. When albums are taking two years, two yeah. times five, ten. Hey. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. Hey. It's true. God damn. Then before, yeah. And then when you get signed to a record label, most of the time they give you a, give you an advance. Yeah. So, so then you'll be, on, you'll be like, oh yeah, I just signed a two million, two mm. million dollar contract. Okay, you get an advance. You need to pay the producer. Yeah. 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 It's when uh, I started to realize that that advance, you actually need to even use it to basically fund. You need to use it to fund everything. Oh, God. And before you start making, and then if you don't even make the money, the label will be asking, um, where's the where's the one million? Mm. Yeah, so oh, music, that's why a lot of you see them now, all these music people, they're now not only doing the music, they're doing influencing. Mm. And it's, oh, collab with Nike. The whole brand is more than just... Why do you think... Why do you think that all the women are collaborating with Fashion Nova? Oh, that even reminds me of that time when, dress. you know how, it's true. that time when Rihanna like almost went bankrupt. And it's like, how can you, as an artist, that is as big as you are? Mm. <laughs> um, That's why she's gone to business. So. That's why she's doing Savage Fenty. Um, um, Fenty Beauty. I'm not even hearing what's the other one that they said that she's doing now? Hair. She wants to go into hair business. Oh, your hair extensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's not that much money in music. That's why mm. so many people stepping out or some people are their own managers like Beyonce. She doesn't have a manager. Mm. Imagine the, imagine someone have, imagine Beyonce's manager earning 10% of everything mm. she does. Person's mm. caking, bro. Didn't she? Her, her dad used to be her manager then. Yeah, then he didn't fired they fell out or whatever? Yeah, when the, when the dad was Even, him. oh my gosh, Britney Spears. You guys know about oh. that whole Britney Spears yeah. thing with her dad. Yeah. Nah, wow. I low key think that um, it shouldn't have been abolished, but you know, that's just my personal opinion. Stop it. Right. Anyways. Um, oh, have you not? Oh, you, maybe, maybe you haven't come across her Instagram. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I it's, think maybe there was a reason. I don't think she was mentally. I don't think she's mentally capable of being in control of everything. Not saying that he, that he should have had that much control. Mm. But I she needs someone to guide. Someone I can see a reason why something like that was put into place because yeah, she needs someone to guide her. But I don't. It think ain't backing up there. It ain't, it no, ain't, no, 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 no. You're right. I think she needs someone to guide her, but. I don't think it should be her daddy. I think it should be somebody else um, that has more of her actual interests at heart. But um, I think she's falling out with a lot of her family members because I know she ain't talking to Zoe 101. So. Oh, God. Right. Anywho, yeah. that, I know, I know. And, and that's strictly Zoe. She went to go and get herself pregnant. That's why we didn't get the second. Um, we didn't know anything about know. Chase, Chase and Zoe. We don't know where they go. Wow, what a just messing up man. the whole thing. But you know, kids are a blessing, as they say. So, congrats, um, Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so dumb. But anywho, that was our little segment on you know 
um music um but yeah i'll i'll make we'll make sure we'll add the uh tony Ansing to spotify and apple music playlist and we'll put it on our instagram story so you guys can vibe along but yeah that's the song of the week okay so um i was scrolling 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 as you normally do on the timeline and the other day i saw a video of this nigerian athlete running hurdles i'm not sure what exactly the competition was do you know what it hurdles i think no i mean like i don't know what the oh the actual um it wasn't the olympic shack oh, no, no, no. commonwealth i don't was it commonwealth games i don't know no let me get it up i don't even know what it's called again um but this woman she was running um 100 meters hurdles she was a nigerian and she won the race and she also got um i think it was the world record for that race I think she even ended up getting like a hundred thousand dollars. Really, that is like yeah. She got presented with the check. Anyway, so this uh, this woman, yeah, she's from Nigeria and she ran the race and she won. It now came out, maybe like a day or two later. Let me get it up so I can read it. It now came up a day or two later that she, I think she was maybe she was in an interview or something, and she basically said that oh her name is. Toby Amuson, I think that's how you pronounce her surname. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's 100 meters hurdles champion. She basically said that my mom would tell my dad I was going to church while I, sneaked, while I sneaked to practice. When he found out, he burnt all my training gear and told my mom that's the last time he wanted to see me in a stadium. When I read this, I was just enraged. I was just like, what? What? Mm. like why mm. why like what is the reason what like what is actually the reason like when will the abuse cycle stop mm. nigerian parents mm. and you can call me um what's the word that i'm exaggerating oh you're taking it no to- you're not oh, no i'm not imagine yourself as a child something that you're that you're dreaming about something that you want to be in life person that gave you life is burning it in front of you all in the name of i don't know whether it's power whether it's um so wait so remind me again so what he she was it was sunday did you say so basically you know how it's even it's even it's even a good thing you know how like um let me let me use the uk as an example let's take her out of the equation for Mm. you know sunday is the day that um yes boys play football that's when yeah. football training is yeah a lot of our parents let me not say our because mine didn't mine didn't yeah. do that but a lot of like nigerian african parents did not used to like the idea of sports being played on a sunday because sunday morning is when we go to church yeah and they would rather their child goes to church then playing sport like they didn't really like the idea of them missing yeah the sport because it happened to be at the same time as church mm. so this kind of resonates with yeah what we're what we were speaking about previously so basically she would go and train at the stadium in nigeria mm. but her her mom would tell her dad that oh she's gone to church okay but really and truly she's gone to the stadium whether mm. she went to a different church to what they did or I don't know, maybe they're at home, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like that makes the sense. idea of 
her going to to training and I think what it is is that some Nigerians they have the mentality that if you don't do right by the book that's the only way that you'll get far in life like yeah all the other type of careers whether art drama sports there to them there's no um lifelong like there's no I don't know what the word is there's no future in that basically mm-hmm. you so, know what it is you know, I think that it stems from fear. I think everything stems from fear, right? So, no, go, what are you going to say? Yes, I completely agree with that because I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the person was basically saying that, oh, the dad basically, he has good intentions. Eh? Wait, just wait. The thing is, I get what they're saying, but mm-hmm. it's the act of burning the gear. Yeah. That's what takes it to the next level. Because I remember when um, I was really, when I was younger, I was really into like fashion, performing arts. And mm. I think one time my dad had to have a sit down with me and be like, listen, this is all like good. You're good at art. You're good at all this drawing stuff, even singing. Like You, you know how to do all of that stuff. But in terms of the, um, the, the chances mm. of it take like for for you to get like a decent career out of it is very slim you're black you're in the uk Mm. racism like he just had to give me a reality check Mm. that's different from crushing my dreams he didn't say that there's no way that i'll be able to do that he just gave me a reality check like you need something to fall back on so Mm. make sure if you still want to pursue this it's fine remember all these parents always always tell us oh do this on the side but have something that you always fall back on that is something that is somebody coming to you with good intentions Mm. someone burning parent burning your gear that you used to that you used to train with as an actor that's not that's not any good intention that is pure wickedness and it's a form of an abuse Mm. i'm sorry that's Mm. the word i'm going to use because what good is burning your child's gear for their sports mm, mm, mm. what did they do that is so bad that mm. you have to burn their yeah. burn their thing and i understand the whole fear of especially being in nigeria like there's a lot of trials and tribulations in order just to survive basically mm, with mm. the way that it is it's like even basic things that we have here that we're quite privileged to have they don't have it there so i understand that maybe the dad is like because I'm hearing that, I was even hearing some things like they were saying that um, the dad was paying school fees, like he felt like he, maybe he was wasting his school fees on someone that's just, that's not even taking school, school seriously, that they're just running. And it's like, I get the other side, like I get the fear, I get the um, kind of like reservations on pursuing this full time that, oh, buying new gear is money, like you have to use, because mm. playing the sport is not cheap. It's not cheap to pay a sport and to go for training and to all of that stuff it's not cheap but at the end of the day it's the act of burning the gear mm. that's i can just never i can never get on board with that mm. and nigerians just need to stop crushing like they need to stop it's just this is this is this is a pure example of how the country is today older people thinking that they're just crushing the dreams of younger people, like literally ruining the future of younger people, mm. all in the name of power, all in the name of this is how I want it to be. And this is how it's going to be. 
you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get the whole fear thing, but it's the burning. Yeah, it's the burning no, I get you. I, yeah, no, 100%. I think you touched on so much. Um, And like the reason why I mentioned the fear thing, right, is because, like you said, um, you know, especially because of the context and obviously that they're, they're actually living in Nigeria and stuff, like you said, there's a lot of things, you know, um, that they're probably dealing with, facing with, etc. But I think the issue just kind of also not just thinking about their context, but also just how some parents are in general about their children exploring avenues that are different to the typical or traditional roles of doctor, lawyer, etc. right? Banker, whatever you want to do. I think it's the fear that like, you know, when you are, when you have experienced struggle, right? You've experienced struggle. You really want to try to eliminate that pain or that feeling that you've gone through in your children, you know? And if you, as an adult, and I think this is sometimes uh, quite difficult to get the balance right, but like, if you yourself, have like you said you know there's stuff there where it's kind of you know the chances of making it is slim right I think you're right that there's a way you can go about it to say look make like be aware that this is the case have something else as a backup do you know what I mean like that's the way that I think you come and approach that situation but I do think that the fear comes from parents not wanting their children to go through what they went through when they were possibly growing up themselves um and when they see any form of risk taking I genuinely feel like a lot of African parents etc when they see risk they run away that they're not there what's that word it's not risk risk adverse I don't know what the word is but basically like they will go in the opposite direction because they don't see the reward the big reward that can come from actually going down certain routes so I think that's why you know when they see any sort of uncertainty they they run and that's something that they do with their own lives yet alone their child's where they obviously would want to try to safeguard their children as much as possible and I'm not saying this justify it I'm just trying to say the reasonings behind why certain people are like it Um, and I don't think it's a form of love because I know people are saying as well that it's a form of love I don't think it's a form of love because if you were doing it in a loving way you would do it in the way that you mentioned Tammy about you know actually saying you know this is something that you could pursue but be aware that this is the context of it um but I also want to touch on something um because I think obviously with me um I'm obviously like just based off my partner like I'm I'm understanding more about the football football world which is obviously like another major like sporting a career that people tend to try to pursue and no one talks about the damaging effects of when people don't make it and honestly like hearing the men like some of the stories I've heard and like I'm not even just like from just like like I said my partner but like just even when I've seen articles of like children and I even know of one of children who have had these contracts who have been like they're working so hard like you said they've been going to training here there on such on Sunday blah 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 and they've got that you know trial with whoever they go they get and then like then all of a sudden like they drop them no one talks about the the difficult like the pain one goes through when you don't make it 
And I think some parents, they, you know how it is where like you just not, obviously you want your, you you would imagine your child will make it, you want your child to make it, but like, because you also know that the negative part of it can be so bad, your first instinct is to just like safeguard them and like just try to avoid them having to go down that route. I'm not trying to justify it, but I'm just trying to also bring up the fact that sporting like um, careers and stuff, it is not easy, especially when you invest so much into it because it's a lot of time. It takes you away from your family. It does a lot. You, you basically are like separated from that because you're just so focused and you put so much hours into it, right? But when you don't make it, Kai, the, the difficulty to come back, to even go back to normal life is crazy. Um, I think as well, it's not even just like, first of all, it's not just football, but it's also not just like you don't make it. It could be that you actually did, but then you had an injury. Like I've had that, I've heard that before as well. And the kind of like mental strain that can put on people when your body needs to work in order for you to like succeed in your job, because you rely heavily on like your health, your fitness, especially in that, that kind of career. And like when you have, I know that we talk about this a lot and we like laugh and all the boys that didn't make it apparently is their ATL tour, whatever mm-hmm, the case may be. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, serious injuries like that where like, you know, they were doing really well and like, but they just can't play anymore because of this injury yeah. or another. And yeah. same goes with singing. Like <clears throat> some people have some really bad injuries um, with their voices. And like Adele, for example, she had a... um she was meant to go on tour recently and she had to cancel it for the second time. I think it was uh, in America, I want to say. And yeah. it was because of her voice. Um, she, I think she had like some sort of, I don't know, she was not well, basically. Um, and she was literally on Instagram, like in tears. And she was like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to cancel this again. Like I know people have booked flights and things like that. Like, I'm so gutted. I'm so sorry that I have to cancel this again. But like, honestly, I've tried everything. There's nothing I can do. Nao as well, similar, like she, um, I can't remember what this is, what it's called, but you know the disease where you're just so tired all the time, like you sleep like the whole day. Oh yes, didn't Venus Williams, I think Venus Williams even had the same thing, you really? know. Really? Yes, because it was to the point where they were saying that like in the morning, like she was stuck in bed, like she couldn't get out to train. I can't remember what it is, but it's definitely linked to iron, but it's also something else as well, where, like, your, yeah, your body's just... I can't remember yeah. what it's called. One of my friends from school has it, actually, and she's had it for years. Um, and, yeah, like, she's, like, she just... Even just what she goes through and, like, just seeing, like, how she... Like, the life that she lives now and, like, how she's constantly in a state of, like, depression. It's just really sad. And, like, the same happened with Nao where um, I think she's getting better now, though, but she had that and she had to cancel her tours and stuff like that. And when you think about the fact that, like, when people are canceling their tours, we've already just discussed it, but, like, that is their livelihood, like, you know? Um, And obviously the same can be for corporate and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like with corporate, at least you have a bit of a, like, you have, like, sick pay. Like, if you have, like, a really, what's that, like, long sickness, like, you get, like, some sort of salary and stuff like that. But that might not necessarily be the case. For people who can't fulfill their contracts like mm. be like well you were due to do this i'm so sorry that you're ill but that's the end of and that it's so cutthroat it's it so, is cutthroat. so cutthroat 
Um, but and obviously we're all saying this, we're not trying to like justify um, why the dad acted in that way. And I think there's a lot to be said about the way that, and I think Tammy started to touch on it, the way that, um, and I think, I don't know whether that- I kind maybe, of like disagree with you guys yeah, there. Well, you think that parents aren't like that anymore. I, I, no, I was no, no, I, I wasn't going to- I wasn't going to say that, just back to your earlier point. Like, yes, it's fear, but I think it's like also love. It's just love that doesn't, that hasn't been trained properly. Like, I think it's the kind of love where you have for someone where you really don't want them to, I don't know this man from Adam. I ain't got a damn clue. I ain't even read that article. I don't know the history. He might just be a malicious man who, that he might just be doing the most in it. I don't know. But like, I think, for a lot of um people it is love it's just not expressed in the right way and I feel like the both both can exist you can love someone and also be really fearful about like you know the trajectory of their life and I think a parent who didn't love their child would be like well what you want to do is up to you Jerry whether you fail just don't ask me for any money because I've told I've told you do you know what I mean like I think honestly in that in a situation that's similar to that obviously I don't know the man but I think it could come from a place of love because I'm even just thinking now if my child says mum I ain't going to college I ain't going to uni I want to draw stick man that is what I'm passionate about and that's what I'm going to do and no one is going to stop me that's my passion and I'm just like what like I don't understand it like because in my generation people went drawing stick men and getting paid for it do you get what I mean in our parents generation people were not doing YouTube and getting paid for it do you know what I mean like YouTube didn't even exist so for some for a lot of our parents like they've not existed in a world where social media is paying like that or like running is paying like that like he would have had to see so far beyond like where she was at that time like running in the park near her house or running on the street near her whatever like he would have had to really see beyond that and be like okay she can actually succeed in this blah 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 so yeah don't know if that makes sense yeah I think it makes sense but my whole thing is that I get what you guys are saying about the whole fear the whole whatever but I'm sorry this act was pure wickedness the burning is a bit extreme, though. That's what I said. I said, I don't know the man. Yeah. I don't know the man. It's wickedness. Because there's a, there's, like I've said before, there's a way that you show, that you show love. And I'm not doubting in my mind that there is a huge possibility that, yes, he loves his daughter, of course. But my whole thing is that when you now come into play with power, respect, and that's what, is like that is what is doing some of uh, like Nigerians like the whole power respect listen to your elders we know what's right we were we're tough love we're telling this because we love you yeah that's all fine and dandy but it's the reactions and the methods that are their downfall yeah and you, you know what tell me you're gone I was gonna say you know what the reason why I think it's actually kind of toxic especially in these environments is when parents aren't unified like we've spoken about this so many times right but honestly I think it's the worst thing you can do to a child because even if both of them are moving mad yeah 
in the unity alone would at least make you your mind clear as to where things yeah. lie do you know what i mean but when you have when one, one says parent, yes one yeah, says when, no when you're one, now yeah exactly when one parent is basically saying yes i believe in you i facilitate like go ahead do what you need to go and do go i'm i'm allowing you to go ahead and race and then you have someone else saying no if they were both saying no you need to focus on your education blah blah, blah. obviously you can still be annoyed and stuff but there's a unified front but when you've got one parent saying this one parent saying that and that for me is where I think is very toxic and it can do a lot of damage to the child because they're just so conflicted like who like what's going on here like because they're so divided like this Mm -hmm. like how am I meant to know what is actually the right way and what is not etc so I just think that one in that particular situation it's definitely toxic um it's a toxic environment because they're they're on complete different ends that they couldn't even come to an agreement um as parents that's what it comes that's what i'm talking about in terms of the power play because when you come when it comes to countries like um countries in africa countries in um the uae where it's very male dominated it means that once the man says go (laughs) you better not say stop you better be going because that is the final that's the final um say basically and the fact that the mum has to lie in order for the the in order for the child to do what they want to do or for the child to just tells you the kind of toxic environment that happens in in countries like nigeria like you can't you like and for me it just speaks volume as to how the average Nigerian family is. It's the one where the dad doesn't even really know what's going on. It's the mom that's nurturing the children. Yeah. It's the mom that knows what's going on. The yeah. dad is the one providing the money. The dad is the one um, going here. The dad is the one going back to Nigeria for business. The dad is never there. The dad, do you get what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the dad is just, you're, you're, the dad is there financially, but emotionally he's not present. Physically, he's not yeah. present. Do you get what I this mean? This is something and- that I was, I also think like at some point we will discuss, but the kind of like balance between or or not even balance, like the um the dichotomy, I guess, between like a absent father who provides and a present father who doesn't maybe provide as much. Like I think some people and again, going back to what we said last week, money is not everything. Like it really isn't. Like, what is the point? Of making all this money but your your children don't know who you are like it just doesn't I don't know for me anyway it just doesn't make any sense but I think what you said about the whole power play is so true and I feel like again going back to one of our earlier episodes like early 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 episodes where we spoke about what kind of parent do you want to be and how important that is to identify that and determine that before you actually get into a relationship and marry somebody because if you can't even meet on the same level of like how you want to parent your kids then what's the point of having children like you're just getting you're just raising children who are going to resent one one parent and love the other like that's not a home that you well that, at least that's not a home that I want to build be a park building yeah absolutely but it's just so and I know obviously like yeah we've spoken on this down thing but I obviously like she's now made it like she has absolutely smashed it she's number one like she's actually you know they said the first and first she's actually number one 
right? Doesn't it? I can just imagine the situations. Yeah, like it's so funny how <laughs> when you see parents basically eat up their own words, especially in situations like this. Like she's now made it. What's the dad gonna say? Ah, yes, oh my daughter. Oh yeah, good. Like it's it's so sickening for me anyway when I see that happen. And I can imagine for someone who actually like, you know, you know, someone was not in support. No one, that person did not believe in your vision at all. And I get that sometimes, you know, sometimes you need to convince people just genuinely anyway, but for someone to take the extreme to actually burn your stuff, but now that you've made it to number one, I don't know how they're enough, whether they're going to be basically, you know, celebrating, jumping up and down. I don't really know. Um, but I always find it very, very interesting to see how those same people that were so against it before, how they react, especially where it's something to do with like, you know, um, the things, you know, like money and security and like her being comfortable, like Tally mentioned, the money that she would get from just even, you know, with these things, like there is serious money involved when you're coming number one, you know, you get all these brand deals, everything. And even then on top money for just actually just winning the race itself. So you know, there's a lot of things um, that you benefit from. It'd just be very interesting to see, you know, with this statement that came out, you know, what was the reason? Was the reason because maybe the dad is still not in support? I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I just find those those situations very, very interesting to see. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's um, the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed um, this one. I found it was really good. Um, and I enjoyed it <laughs> recording. I don't really care if you guys listening. But anywho, um, as always, make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That's BTSPod underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. And um, yeah, make sure you guys, you know, tell a friend, tell a friend that BTSPod will still be here or up to two years. Or don't now think that other episodes are now stop. Or we're here, we're still continuing. And even so, you've got a lot of stuff to go back and listen to if you're a new, if you're a new listener as well. So make sure you guys spend some time to catch up on our previous stuff. And yeah, as always, we'll see you guys in our next episode. Um, yeah, hope you guys have a lovely day wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye.